0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films, every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at FilmSchoolRadio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Lacrosse originated with the Haudenosaunee or the Iroquois, which they called their medicine game. And it's the lifeblood of their nation. The Iroquois Nationals lacrosse team is among the world's best, but but also ambassadors for the nation's sovereignty and recognition. In 2015, the Iroquois hosted the world championships on their native soil for the first time ever. And with it came history, politics, and culture, all colliding on the playing field before the eyes of the world. We're joined today by the co-directors of this wonderful new documentary called Spirit Game, Pride of a Nation. And that would be Peter Baxter and Peter Spire. Gentlemen, welcome to Film School.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: Well, um, it's a terrific uh, documentary for a lot of reasons and on a lot of levels. First of all, it's kind of an exciting, you know, you build towards a climax here in the film uh, about this world championship. But there's also a wonderful backstory on the Iroquois nation and their history and the doctrine of discovery, which I'd never heard of before. Thank you very much for that. Uh, what an amazing uh, different elements that come together in this film. Uh, I'll start with you, Peter Spire. Um, how did you come to this story of uh, of this film? Um we
1: are working, my company, uh, One Bowl Productions, is working on a bigger project on the Iroquois. And as we were researching that project, our writer, um, Scott Sturgeon, stumbled across a story about the Iroquois national Cross team. And um, I'm a documentary filmmaker, and I thought, wow, this is really an incredible um, uh, thing that they've got going here. Uh, Their elder and leader, Chief Oren Lyons, has been using this game to create awareness around the world of their nation and their sovereignty. And uh, one of the things that they do is they travel with their own passports. They don't travel with American passports or Canadian passports. They travel with their indigenous passports, the Haudenosaunee passports. And when they travel to different countries, these countries now have to grapple with who they are, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, um, you know, it's taken, it, it, It's created, you know, it's created uh, a lot of recognition. You know, this game has really helped them on that level. Um, and, um, you know, as I started to look into how big this thing was, I, I felt like I really needed a great partner to work with. And um, I've known Peter Baxter for many years and really respected him. And uh, he made a wonderful film called Wild in the Streets. And I thought, my gosh, you know, that film has so many of the same elements of the film that uh, we're looking to create, that it was just a very natural, um, uh, you know, uh, it was very natural for me to ask Peter to be a part of this. And he, you know, he agreed after meeting these guys, I'll let him tell his story. But um, and I, I think, you know, the sports element, the, the community element, you know, the people that are involved, you know, all of those things were in his film, and uh, they're in our film as well.
0: Wait, before Peter uh, Baxter, before we start, uh, before we hear from you, I want to point out that the Iroquois Nation is, is, runs what is roughly New York, Pennsylvania, into Canada. Is that about the geography to describe the, the, the nation?
1: Does that sound about right? Yeah, well, unfortunately, they were. Yeah, they were. They were removed from their lands, and, right? And uh, they're as far west as Wisconsin. So, okay. Okay. Um, they're kind of spread out, but that that yeah, that's about right. Yeah.
0: Okay, Peter. Tell now your your film, as he described, uh, is a, an ancient football game, which sounds very eerily similar to what we're talking about with lacrosse. Please go ahead and uh, get your involvement as well.
2: It is similar, but it's also dealing of course, with two uh, different civilizations: one a colonial one and obviously one and an indigenous one. But as Peter was saying that you know he's right there were um, there were themes uh, in Wild in the streets, which you know I knew after speaking with, with peter that, that this is this similar, and especially after meeting with Chief Oren and Lion. And uh, I mean, the main one being identity, uh, people's identity and their place in in, in this world. And uh, Wild in the Streets is a, you know, it is about an Asian football game, which takes place in the middle of uh, England in a market town called Ashbourne. And uh, uh, this game they play called Shrovetide Football is the origin of all of our football games that we uh, now play, you know, around the world. Mm. And of course, uh, you know, they keep alive something which is from medieval times. So it's a game then without barriers, without rules. Um, there are no referees. There are no lines. Um, and they play this game, um, you know, uh, as a really, it, 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 it's the lifeblood of this town. And it keeps alive um, who they are as a community, um, as a family. Uh, and, and, of course, there are, um, you know, the Iroquois playing lacrosse, their game, does the very same thing. I mean, we hear in the documentary that uh, there is this uh, um, Canadian statement that they invented lacrosse. And uh, while they can lay claim to um, a modern lacrosse game, uh, we have to remember that lacrosse came from the Native Americans, the Iroquois who played this game without uh, Borders and lines and referees and rules and regulations, so you're right. Uh, these two games actually are very similar But in terms of the types of people that they involve these two different different civilizations they couldn't be more further apart mm-hmm. and it's something which uh, you know We're stumbling with I think in this country how we cannot recognize nearly all the time There are these other civilizations in the world that provide great value the progress of, of, of who we are as uh, the people of, of, of the world, and that's something that we try to uh, we, we try to uh, explore in this documentary, especially through uh, this doctrine of discovery.
0: Yes, definitely. I just want to remind our listeners we're speaking with Peter Spire and Peter Baxter, co-directors of the film *Spirit Games: Pride of a Nation*, and I think you're rightfully pointing to uh, Oren Lyons as a, such a key element in the film. And because he does in many ways bridge all he uh, upon which we travel through the through the obviously lacrosse, but also into the history of his of his nation and also into this idea of colonialism. There's just so many things that he embodies in this film. And he's such a a wonderful uh, spokesman, ambassador. Uh, just a generally, just a, a person that's very, very relatable and and completely accessible in what he's saying. So it, he's, wow. a, he's a terrific person for this film to to be a part of this film.
1: Um, oh yes, he's a he's a treasure. I mean, the guy is a treasure.
0: Yeah, definitely is. Uh, uh, ha- go ahead, please, Peter. You were gonna.
1: Yeah, I, I,
2: and of course, this is the. I think it's the obvious thing to state here is that if it wasn't. Uh, you know, he, he dedicated his life to the Nationals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he saw, along with um, with others that he's worked with in building this team, that the cross was a way to identify um, his nation, his sovereign nation of mm-hmm. people who have had so much taken away from them but they've never been defeated. And, um, you know, from... I mean, it's, it just seems impossible, really, to consider that you know, from a, a small population of 125,000 people, that that the nationals could compete for a world championship against the colonial might of the Canadians and the uh, and, and Team USA, and they, they and they did that. Yeah. And um, I mean, in this sense, it sort of represents their nation, you know. Perfectly,
1: yeah,
2: and that's something that they really wanted to demonstrate as they hosted the the world champions, not just for themselves, but as a people that really have a lot to offer the rest of the world with their progressive culture and their thoughts on the environment and many other things as well. And Chief Oren Lyons has been central to all of these things throughout his life. And you're right, he's a very special uh, man in this world, and uh, we were very fortunate to to meet him and, and, and for him to really allow us to open up to his people in the making of this documentary.
0: You know, I think it it's probably sounds a little, um, I, don't, I hope it doesn't sound pretentious for me to say, what I'm about to say about w- how much we can learn from the indigenous people of, of the world, but certainly here in the United States as well, about the way that we treat our environment, the way we treat uh, where we came from, and this recognition uh, needs to happen. I, I think for for us to find any sort of reconciliation uh, and peace with the Native Americans, we have to recognize that, as you state in the film, as that was stated in your film, you know, when uh, Christopher Columbus landed, there were six, uh, supposedly, apparently, purportedly sixteen million people here who are no longer here uh, in those numbers. And it is a it is a it is a, a shame. It's a it's certainly something that we need. to. We need to recognize this. It really just has to happen, and this is a, a way of beginning that process, or at least furthering that process. Uh, I just, uh, uh, I thought that was a wonderful element of the film that it is about this sporting event, but it's also a continuation, a longer continuum that we need to come to grips with. Is that am I? Yeah, wonderful. Yeah,
1: well, I, I mean it's great. It's you know, and making a film that had. These two components going simultaneously was was the challenge. You know, I mean, um, I, I think we have a movie that is a lesson, but I hope also highly entertaining for the audience.
0: Yeah, I, I'm just curious, and I I I don't know, but I assume that you've screened Spirit Game for uh, the people that were in it, and and the and to the people of the Iroquois uh, Nation, or have you had a chance to? For the,
1: have they seen this film yet? Uh, Peter. Uh, other than Orn, no. Oh yeah, other than Orn, uh that I that I can think of, uh, no. Uh and uh, Orrin had a couple of people here. Um I I don't know if they uh and I don't think his son was here either. So yeah, I think it was Orn and um and, and a couple of his friends but not members of the nation. So we're about to do that. So you know, um uh our our big uh, premiere is this Wednesday on the 24th, and uh, a lot of people, a lot of people from uh, Indian Country will be will be attending that premiere. It,
0: it's op- it's op- it, go ahead, Peter. You going to say? It, it's opening in theaters oh, on no. the
1: on the 26th. Uh, uh, and, uh, yeah, it, the 26th it opens in LA, uh, but we do have a premiere on the 24th. Excellent.
0: I'm curious about the the uh, lacrosse team. Uh, this this took place a, a year or so ago. Uh, are they, how do they continue to maintain that high level of? Uh, how's the lacrosse team playing?
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. The, the the nationals are as are really as as as, as great as ever, and and it, it's it's sometimes difficult to describe because in Western culture so much of the time it's all, it's always about winning, 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 winning. Yeah. Um, but for the nationals. It's about winning, but it's also about how they play the game. Yeah. There's, a, there's this spiritual aspect of this game that they play for the creator, the enjoyment of their creator. And the way that they play this game is out of this world. And, you know, in the, in the documentary, we have the Canadians and the Americans saying this. I mean, very sort of very supporting, really, of their standard of play, their style of play. Uh, and that's what they're continuing to do. And the, really, the great thing that's happening right now is that you know we talk about the nationals, but here we must mention about the the younger teams that are coming up that have so many skillful players. And we leave the film actually with uh, um, with, with one of the younger players coming up who's actually related to Brett, uh, his son actually, Brett Buck's son, playing lacrosse. And. Their facilities, uh, their their coaching, their organization is becoming stronger all of the time. Fortunately, with Nike, they're also supporting the game. Yes. So there's a lot to look forward to uh, for the Nationals in the future. And for us as viewers to really enjoy the way that they play this great game.
0: Yeah. It's a sport that I've always seen as more of an East uh, uh, Coast-centric kind of sport. sport but i see it increasingly more and more here on the west coast as well so uh like a lot of uh lot of, like a lot of sports i think the, the the culture of the united states is changing and shifting its its uh preferences for different kinds of sports and it's it's good to see lacrosse in that mix so
2: yeah and it's interesting you bring that up because um High school football right now is at somewhat of a crossroads with its, uh, with its safety concerns, its yeah. concussion concerns. Yeah. And I think what is happening is lacrosse is growing, and you're right, it's growing here in Southern California, really at a massive rate. I mean, right now there are over 350,000 lacrosse members um, in the United States alone which is nearly three times the population of the Iroquois. So that's how much it's sort of been growing in, in popularity. But it's not just in California, it's throughout the United States. And, um, I, I think possibly with the reconsideration of, of, of high school football,
1: yeah.
2: um, we might see, you know, more and more lacrosse programs come in to high school to replace because, you know, boys and girls, you know, they love this, love this game. and They pick up the stick and, uh, um and it's uh i think it's another reason that's going to sort of core uh, give cause to great great growth of this game
0: i couldn't agree more peter uh, Baxter. It, it, if i had a son uh that was of high school age i would certainly discourage him from uh, from playing football uh and uh, the, you know and the, you're right i mean absolutely right i think football in general 15 20 25 years from now we're going to look back and see that was where it really started to You know, people's concerns started to really undermine the the, this level of reverence that we have for football. And uh, it'll be a different it'll be a different sport uh, world in in the next uh, decade or so. So uh, well, but all that aside, all that editorializing aside on my part, this is a terrific documentary on a lot of levels. As I said at the top of this interview, that it is it's a fun one to watch. But it's also something that's thoughtful, and we're, I feel invested in in that national team, and um, it's a, it's a terrific watch. And congratulations on a, on Spirit Game, the pride of a nation.
1: Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Take yeah, care. We, we
2: appreciate being on air with you, and uh, thank you. Thank, yeah, thank you for your, thank you very much.
0: Oh, you're welcome. Again, the the, uh, the co-directors of Spirit Game, Pride of a Nation, Peter Spire and Peter Baxter. Thank you so much for being on Film School.